Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Do you believe in aliens or doubt that the moon landings ever took place? Me neither. But I didn't let that stop me from enjoying this paranormal life. It's a funny, slightly silly show where two self-styled experts on the paranormal, Rory Powers and Kit Greer, cast a sceptical, jokey eye over some of the outlandish claims and otherworldly accounts out there and consider whether they might just possibly have some basis in reality. In past episodes, they've tackled such major stories as Bigfoot, the lost city of Atlantis and, of course, the axe-wielding goat man. Here's another case of the paranormal I hadn't really heard about before, that of a half-rabbit, half-man creature that may or may not have started killing people more than a century ago. The year is 1904 in, in Clifton, Virginia. You ever been to Virginia? I've never been to Virginia. Okay. Residents of Fairfax County are mad. Mad and worried. As the population of the area has boomed, the local asylum prison has been seen as more and more out of place. It's pretty simple. Families in the area, they don't want those crazy criminals around their families. You can imagine the talk on the streets. We don't like those crazy people out in the insane asylum messing around with our town. Get those loons out of this town. Can't they go somewhere else? Well, the townspeople got their way eventually, and after months and months of campaigning and rallying signatures, it was settled. The inmates of Clifton's asylum would be transferred to a different facility, leaving the sleepy town in peace once and for all. Okay. Or was it? Oh. And on the day they closed the rusty doors of that asylum for the last time, they slowly boarded every inmate onto buses headed to their new home. Fifteen trucks lined up in the yard. Officers pacing up and down the outside, counting heads. All right, head out. They chug up the road in a convoy. While at the new facility, officers start pulling inmates off the trucks, marching them single file inside. Well, that's the last of them. No, 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 there's more. We had another driver. Look, the the whole convoy's here. They came together. There were 15 trucks. I count only 14 here. Crap. They must have got broken down and left behind. Ah, hell. Turn one of these trucks around and find them, will you? They double back on themselves, retracing the route along the road. And before long, they find the 15th convoy. There's that son of a bitch. It's a wreck. On its side, wheels busted, smoke pouring out. My God. The driver is slumped over. Dead. (gasps) He's dead. Some inmates inside the back. Also dead. They're all dead. (laughs) They must have hit someone or something on the road. But the officers knew there was not a second to lose. Listen up, motherfuckers. There are escaped men from that convoy. Find them. Now. Dead or alive. Kit's giving me the hand signal to stop it, but I'm going to keep on improving because I feel like I got a real grasp on this. Look, 
I kissed my wife this morning and left for this job. It's not an easy Too job, but I will murder any man, woman, or child detail. that gets in my way. Off script. Does that make off me story. the crazy one? And they're saying quite possibly. I really wish you would say. But that's why they call me Lex this guy, Shotgun Not his name. Blast. Bad name. Move out. Yes, Lex, sir. They run out into the surrounding wilderness, listening for absolutely anything. Luckily, they manage to corral most of the inmates back to the site of the crash. Got him. But at this point, it's dusk, and they have to call off the hunt before it gets too dangerous. It's too dark. I'm scared of that. Lex Shotgun Blast is scared of the dark. Does that make me crazy? That's how he ends all his conversations. Am I the crazy one here? <laughs> he's he's not, it's not rhetorical. <laughs> Completely serious. Does that make me crazy? Should I be out there in the woods with those guys? Was I the one that crashed the bus? Who knows? <laughs> He's got blood in his hands. <laughs> Forget it. We'll start looking again in the morning. Poor son of a bitch will probably get himself killed by then anyway. Well, morning came, and there was still one prisoner missing, with no traces. And there was no trace the next day either. Authorities kept a lookout, but he had successfully escaped. Nonetheless... Residents of Fairfax County slept soundly knowing that Clifton Asylum was empty and its door locked for good. They felt safe. That is, until a few weeks later. A mother and child are walking along a wooded path. The woman lets out a scream. The kid looks around, but their mum covers their eyes before they can see the corpse of a dead rabbit, skinned with chunks missing, hanging tied from a tree. The problem was, this started happening more and more. Word was spreading throughout the town. What's more, word was spreading about the crash and the missing inmate too. This increased pressure on local police to search the woods again. So what we're seeing here is, I'm going to go ahead and assume this escaped man is now in the woods, living off of the wilderness. Yeah, pretty much. Because this is, you know, if he's, if it's, you see a dead rabbit skinned alive, that's pretty creepy. Dead rabbit skinned <clears throat> alive hanging from a tree? That moves into the survival category. That yeah. is no longer scary. Right. Chunk's missing. He's eating him. He's chowed down, obviously. A little bit. I guess. Like a bit of it. So the police split up and head out to try and find who was doing this. They might have wished it was a wild animal, but just as you say, animals can't tie knots or use rope. So it probably wasn't. It was probably a person. Right. They paced nervously, but eventually the officers heard, Over here! They came running. Please tell me that was an officer and not the sound of a... St- okay, it's an officer. Okay. <laughs> they couldn't believe it. Hanging from a railroad bridge near Colchester Road, the mutilated body of a missing person. Whoa! Marcus Walster, done just like the bunnies. In fact, this incident caused the bridge to be named Bunny Man Bridge. Needless to say, officials now had a murder case on their hands and they had a prime suspect. The missing inmate, Douglas J. Griffin. The notorious bunny eater, Douglas J. Griffin. (laughs) But what they didn't have was any clue to his whereabouts. They'd already tried and failed to find him even before the murder. All right, look, I'm going to save these these pigs a lot of time, all right? You go to the nearest pet store and buy a box of rabbits. You set those bunnies loose in the woods with um, tags around their necks. It's 1904. Shit. All right. Wow. So I guess they didn't have pet shops then. Yeah. Fine. fine. So you get wild rabbits, put chips in their necks. Yeah. You have to get the wild ones and then track the chips. Okay. To find this guy. Good idea. Boom. Alternate plan. Fill the rabbits with dynamite. 
you wait till this sick son of a bitch shows up and tries to string one up and kabam alternate plan dress officers as rabbits i like where your head's at mulvena you know who agrees with you lex shotgun blast <laughs> i like where your head's at kid where is this bastard now who knows what he could do next now at this point in the story the line between fact and legend becomes very blurry so i now give you rory the power to determine how this story ends legend you're the police chief oh okay lex shotgun blast shotgun blast lex blast my friends (laughs) pretty long you're the police chief do you a Call in support from Fairfax County. Start a large-scale armed search for the bastard before he can strike again. Or B. Conserve efforts. Wait for him to make his next move, relying on a slip-up to bust the perp. This is cool. So are these different ways the stories were told? Yes. And I'm choosing which option we want to explore. Yes. Let's go hunt this son of a bitch. (laughs) All right. That's right, of course you're going to track him down. So you radio into headquarters, and before long you've got armed backup, and you're marching through that forest. Sure enough, you catch a glimpse of the sick You and your boys run and gun, time crisis style, try to take out his legs before he escapes. But right before you do, you hear an oncoming train about to pass under Bunny Man Bridge. This isn't... That's when the Bunny Man leaps in front of it, smushed instantly. (laughs) As you recoil in horror, you hear the laugh of the bunny man echo throughout the woods. You receive a phone call from one of the guys at the asylum. Hey, just returning your call about the background of the murder suspect. He was sent down for murdering his whole family. On Easter Sunday. Bryce. Obviously, this is the legend, right? Because who, who's telling this story? That they saw a man jump, a bunny man jump, hop in front of a train. The police. The police told this, did they? Yeah. Do you have a name for this policeman? Storyline B. <laughs> of course, you're gonna bide your time. Right. You think the county feds are gonna send a death squad into that forest? That's right, we wait until the bunny man strikes again. Next thing you know, it's October 31st, also known as Halloween. And some teens are hanging out, drinking, and getting frisky over at Bunnyman Bridge. I guess they thought it would be cool. Except, uh-oh, Bunnyman doesn't take kindly to teens hanging out at his bridge. I don't know anything about this Bunnyman, by the way. It went from finding a couple rabbits to all of a sudden he killed a man. Has he done anything else? How do they know it's the Bunnyman? Yeah, he hasn't done anything else. Oh, right. So just the one murder? Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, that's pretty bad. <laughs> Yeah, the bunny man doesn't take kindly to teens hanging out the bridge. Next thing, the teens are skinned and strung up like old Marcus Wallster over there, and you're taking the rap as police chief. So basically, in one version of the story, the bunny man becomes a Halloween curse of sorts, and in the other, he commits suicide, but in a kind of weird paranormal way where his laugh echoes out into the forest. Right, that's how I want to go. Some of episode 67 of This Paranormal Life, called Murderous Bunny Man Escapes Asylum, presented by Rory Powers and Kit Greer. And the show recently won the award for Best Entertainment Podcast at the British Podcast Awards. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever 
is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.